Anyone want coffee? Hello, fellow book writers and caffeine fiends. Welcome to A Daily Cup of Joe, where you'll get to hear from publishing industry pros and affirm your inner bookworm. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of A Daily Cup of Joe. Today, I have a book review for you all. It is The Girl in 6E by A.R. Torre, or Alessandra Torre. So I'm going to start off with reading the the thing off the back of the book here, and then we'll get into the opener, and then I'll go into my thoughts about the book. So if everybody's ready, let's get going. So the back of the book, I have the hardcover here. It says, my life is simple as long as I follow the rules. One, don't leave the apartment. Two, never let anyone in. Three, don't kill anyone. I've obeyed these rules for three years, but rules were meant to be broken. Now, if you remember this book, I included it with my UtopiaCon book haul. You can get the link to that in the description of the show down below. I picked it up because it looked interesting, and it was Alessandra's psychological thriller, which I love so much about a killer. Okay, here we go. We're going to read the opening page here. (laughs) Yeah, this, this really hooks you. So here we go. I have imagined him in my mind for so long, my imagination creating a monster of grotesque features and proportions. But standing before me, his head tilted and eyes sharp, is just a man, slightly balding, twenty pounds too heavy, whose mouth is turning into a sneer, whose eyes are narrowing, stance strong, the combined effect sinister. This man, this balding, thick man, has whispered in my ear, poured out the disgusting thoughts in his soul, showed me the dark evil in his heart. And now he is stepping closer, the excitement radiating from his body like a foul smell. He thinks I am weak. He thinks he can manipulate and subdue me, kill me. He has no idea that my small frame and delicate features contain an evil that rivals his own. I finger the knife in my pocket and fight to keep a grin off my face. This is it. This is my time. And then the book kicks off with some pretty graphic things about her being a cam girl on a website where men go pay her to have virtual sex with them. Now, the fact that the girl is twisted and has sequestered herself in this apartment is crazy. She says that she sequestered herself because she has killer instincts, that she wants to go and just murder people. It's blood, blood, blood is her thing. (laughs) Personally, I think that out of emancipation, uh, Tobias would really dig her. Of course, they would cut each other to ribbons by the end of the book, so it might not be such a good thing. As I said before, I picked this book up at Utopia Con this year. After Alessandra did her keynote speech, we got to talking a little bit, and she recommended to me The Girl in 6E. So I've I've snapped it up immediately and had her sign it for me. Let's get into my favorite part of any book is the characters, okay? So Deanna is your main character in this book, and 
you know, she's perfectly beautiful and she's perfectly proportioned and she's small and lithe and you just know that she's got that anger fueled thing that some women have whenever they see another human being she is absolutely out of her mind which I love about her she's so twisted Alessandra did a really good job portraying the serial killer inside this girl's brain I think a true serial killer has no remorse and they have what they're doing see they know that they're doing something wrong but they don't care so there's the difference between a serial killer and a normal person. A normal person may think about killing someone, but then they would have remorse. Deanna has no remorse because the thing that she wants to do is kill, and it's, it's to feed an inner demon. So she sequesters herself in her apartment of her own volition, which tells me there may be a little good in her somewhere way down deep, because she doesn't really want to be that person. So she's a little different than a lot of serial killers in that she actually has remorse. So another character in the book is Jeremy, and I really liked him because he was the kind of guy who openly admires her and is there for her even though she tries to, uh, even though he sees her dark side. So I appreciate the fact that he can look past everything that's dark about her and see the light, so to speak. Um, another character that was very interesting to me was Annie. She is a little girl who I could totally see my own child as. I, end, I started off hating Deanna and wondering what in the world, but after what happens in the book, I was almost cheering for her, and it has to do with Annie. It was a twisted ride because Deanna comes off as this person who cares about nothing and no one except blood, 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 and gore, 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 but... Then there, this little girl comes into play, and you really see Deanna's motherly instincts kind of come out. And I love the part that Jeremy played in that, too. You, you just have to read it to understand. It was incredible. The whole plot from beginning to end, just the arc of, her sh of Alessandra showing you how Deanna was created and the little nuggets that are dropped along the way through the book about her past and her future and the warring emotions inside of herself. I thought it was a really interesting take because it is written in first person from Deanna's point of view, or actually multiple points of view, but nine tenths of the book is Deanna's point of view because she's really the one you want to get to know, right? Alessandra did a great job making you love and yet hate Deanna. I can't wait to read more in this series. There are three books, I think, if you want to read my full review, the link is in the description of the show, as well as the book cover so you don't get confused about which one I'm talking about. You just have to check it out. Okay, so let's move on to other things like pacing. Now this was a fast-paced read. Let me see my hardcover here. I think it was a couple hundred pages. I love the little quotes at the beginning of the chapters, too. I'll read, read you one of those in a moment. There are 336 pages, but I read it in a couple of hours. So the pacing is super fast. It really leaves you gasping for breath at times. So one of my favorite little things to find every now and then were these chapter openers that I'm looking for one right now that <laughs> are from some source somewhere that tell you a little bit about sexual fetishes. So, <laughs> so 
some of the things I didn't know, some of the things I did. So let me see if I can locate one because they were just interesting little nuggets that are in here. Oh, here's one. At chapter 43, it starts with financial domination, a fetish that is rooted in the deep need for a loss of control. A form of BDSM, the submissive's arousal, comes from the thought or action of being swindled or manipulated into parting with money. The larger the sum, the more aroused the submissive might become. Traditional fendom acts include blackmail, tributes or monetary gifts, and the sharing of credit card and bank account information for unfettered access. Now, both of those are linked to a biographical reference. It says 13 and 14. So it came, number 13 came from E.J. Dixon's Do It Again or I'm Gonna Call Your Wife, Inside the World of Financial Domination. And at the end, it's noted um, number 14, Aaron Sankin, Inside the Twisted World of the Internet's Pricest Fetish. So if you're interested in Vendum, definitely check those out. Um, okay, anyway, so back to my review here. So like I said, the pacing was, it was really fast. Editing, man, Alexander better never fire her editor because that was one well-edited book. I didn't find dropped commas or misplaced pronouns. It was, it was really well done. So now that you've heard all the things that I liked about the book, the things that I didn't like are few and far between. One of the things that I wasn't too fond of was the point of view from the guy that you hear about in the very first thing that I read there about the balding man. I didn't really like seeing things from his point of view, but maybe it's just because I don't like being in that sort of individual's twisted head. And maybe it was necessary because you got to see exactly what he was thinking and exactly what he was plotting and exactly what he was planning. And you would understand Deanna's alarm at what she hears and sees better if this man's point of view is included. I don't know. I think it could have been cut out and the book would have been just as good. But maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> because I read it too. So um, The Girl in 6E by A.R. Torre. Definitely check it out. I give it five out of five stars because what I didn't like, I'm not sure if it would have impacted the story at all if it were left in or taken out. So this is definitely a 18 and up only book. My daughter came in, she's, she's 10, and she said, ooh, what's this? And I said, you're not reading that. You're not old enough quite yet. You got about eight more years on you. So some of the things are very graphic. The descriptions are very graphic. The language is very graphic. Um, the sex scenes are very, very graphic. She describes everything she's doing. Not not male, female sex. You understand she is the cam girl. So none of this is happening with an actual partner. It's just the guy on the screen. But just to kind of get a peek in that world was quite interesting. At the end of the book, she Alessandra goes into the cam girl world and tells you a little bit about what those girls go through and how they see themselves and things like that. So definitely check it out. Pick it up. Um, the link is in the description of the show. My, my review in text review will be on the book today. Should go up live today. Anyway, if you have any questions, pop them in the comments. Share, share, share. Be nice about it. Great book. Great read. Can't wait to get hold of another one by A.R. Torre and, and Deanna with Deanna as a main character. There, like I said, I think there's three or four in this series, so I can't wait to get another one. You guys... May your coffee be hot and may your muse be loud. I'll see you next time.